Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. And welcome to the Free Association podcast, live on Podbean. I'm doing these occasionally. Uh, This one won't be very long. The next one is going to be on Tuesday, my Tuesday evening, which is Tuesday noon uh, on the East Coast in the States, I think. I want to do five o'clock till six on Tuesdays and Thursdays and see how that works in terms of people coming into the chat room and see if I can get some traction at that time because that's that's the time that I'd like to do uh, if at all possible because I can turn it into a radio show at some point as well if I do that time Uh, so we'll see it's all a bit tenuous at the moment but I wanted to come in and talk a little bit uh, just to see what happens get get whatever's in my head out of my head and uh, we'll work from there I still haven't managed to work out how the Podbean statistics works the the analytics for listeners and traffic and such like but I'll, I'll work that out as I go along so I'm not too worried uh, what I want to do is a little bit of music just, just, just. I'm a big Hawkwind fan from many years ago from being 16 years old when I discovered Hawkwind which was the, the very 80s very early 80s and uh it was when Choose Your Masks came out. Actually, Sonic Attack was the album. So, the first album I bought was Sonic Attack, and then I bought Choose Your Masks. And then I went backwards through their back catalogue to Quark, Stratus and Charm, to um, 25 Years On, Warrior at the Edge of Time, uh, Space Ritual, Uh, so I got quite into Hawkwind at the time, and then, then the the album with um, called Chronicles of Elric, I think it's it's called Chronicles of Elric. Is that is that a Hawkwind album? Let me have a look. It's a Michael Moorcock book. We might have changed the name. Uh, I've just put Chronicles of Elric into into YouTube, which is not going to get me what I want at all. Elric. All right, so it's an interview with Michael Moorcock. Just for fun. idea in physics as well as in fiction was largely 
um, a reaction to the Big Bang Theory. I mean, that's what I, I seriously think is, is, is true. The, the Big Bang Theory essentially told you there was nothing, that everything was going to end in, as nothing. It was, you know, everything would disperse to the point of being so amorphous it essentially didn't exist. Um, and I think a lot of scientists, as well as ordinary people, such as myself, stand that idea. Couldn't stand the idea of there being nothing. The, the reason I like the idea, the eternal champion idea, is you could extend it in so and multiverse idea as well as you could extend both those. You know, you could write science fiction stories or fantasy stories, but you could also just write straight stories with, with the, that resonating in, in in the background. I think the reason I don't like so much science fiction is because the things that are said are are just banal. They're not particularly interesting. You know, they they they're, they're kind of I don't know provincial schoolmaster's notion of what you know, philosophical. Rather, or well, did irritate me certainly in the in the fifties and sixties. So I was kind of that's what I was acting against. What happens to writers who write a lot? If they're writing of a, of a, you know, if they're kind of conscious of, a, of mining, mining their own psyches in a certain way, is that uh, this happened with Balzac certainly? First, is you gradually begin to realise that you're writing about that same character, um, even though you put a different name on that character, that you're writing about the same character. So you know the next thing is you think, well, it's stupid just making these putting different names on these characters because if you if you're carrying a narrative on on this character in I don't know um, in one book then you can carry a different narrative the character into a different narrative different context in another book but if it's the same character it actually is more interesting as you're going to start revealing different aspects of that character Moka. Moka was responsible for some uh, Blue Oyster Cult lyrics and some Hawkwind lyrics and uh, Chronicles of Elric was an adaptation of a Michael McCock uh, set of books. So I'm just going to find a little bit. See if I have a live version of the tour. It's called Chronicle of the Black Sword, the album. And this is a tune called Elric the Enchanter.
Hawkwind, uh, called Elric Enchanter from the Chronicles of the Black Sword, which came out in the mid 80s sometime. Um, that's the first time I went to see Hawkwind live, I think, was that particular tour uh, at the City Hall in Newcastle upon Tyne. And I've, I've seen them, I think I've seen them about four times, but it could be, it could be more. I just, I, I can't put the timeline together. I was thinking about it while that song was happening. And I remember seeing Hawkwind at the Astoria in London, at the Brixton Academy in London. And I've seen them about six years, six or seven years ago. I saw them on the 40th anniversary tour of the Warriors at the Edge of Time. Uh, that was at the Newcastle Academy. Right, so that takes me to the next, the next piece of the a track from Warriors. Thank <laughs> you. 
called Assault and Battery from the Warrior at the Edge of Time album which I think came out in 1973 or 74 so it's an old old album uh, probably going to cover this point unless I play a little bit from uh, Space Ritual a little, bit of, a little bit of Space Ritual to finish I know Three, time was sent for. This is some called Born to Go.
Again, from the Hawkwind album Space Ritual, which came out in 1973. Uh, I've just been rambling for 20 minutes, but uh, I'm having fun. Uh, it looks like I've, I've lost some of the quality of the live stream, but uh, we'll see how this works on the recording. Keeps keeps going in and out from poor to excellent on my end, so I don't know whether that affects the... Uh, the other end too much or not. So I'm going to close down now. I think I've got a red live radio show to do in about two and a half hours. Uh, I need to do some tidying up and maybe do some laundry. So I need a break for a couple of hours and then I'll, I'll be back on revolution.radio at 11 a.m. Eastern in Studio B. Uh, without music, just just me talking and um, rambling and just some free-form ideas. Uh, maybe a couple of videos I'll play today as well. I uh, try and keep the format of the radio show to um, 20 minutes of, of video from YouTube. Sometimes it creeps up to 30 or 40 minutes if I'm not in the mood to talk very much but uh usually it's about 20 minutes of video with me talking at the beginning and the and the end of the hour so 40 minutes of me and 20 minutes of something from youtube which works quite well as a format i'm going to do the same format i think on here when i when i start doing regular shows on tuesday and thursdays so it's going to be tuesday at noon eastern and Thursdays at noon Eastern. Uh, until I get a routine together, it'll be an hour. Uh, once I've got a routine together, I might extend it to two hours. Uh, well, we'll see if we can get an audience at that time. I don't know whether we can or not. I'm just experimenting. But uh, that's the time I've decided to do the show. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, thanks for coming in. I appreciate your support. Uh, I'm going to close the room down now, but uh, I'll maybe see you on on Tuesday Tuesday evening my time. Uh, Tuesday at noon Easter. Thank you once again. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you later.